Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Hour number two of Oilers Now at 6.05 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer with the Oilers at the SAP Center in San Jose. Brennan Escott back with 630 Chad Studios, along with Angie Quinnell, our engineer here in San Jose, is Bill Brooks. Uh, we'll tell you, Oilers Now is brought to you by World of Spas. Aiken after a long day, World of Spas offers tubs designed with your relief in mind. Thomas and his staff at World of Spas. Rest, recover, and relax with World of Spas. Alberta's number one swim spa dealer. Visit worldofspas.com. Again, keep texting us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you always wanted. Ashley Fine Floors, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue. Open Monday to Saturday. Many of you have been calling for Dylan Holloway to get... Um, more playing time. He starts tonight's game with Leon Dreisaitl, who interestingly enough has just uh, one goal in his last eight games. Connor McDavid during that same eight-game stretch has not scored for the Edmonton Oilers. But Holloway up with Dreisaitl and Fogel. McLeod with McDavid and Iman. Going to bring Brendan Escott in at this time. Brendan, I, I, I think an opportunity, what was happening before wasn't working, so an opportunity for both Holloway and McLeod to get going, playing with two of the best players in the world. Better be ready to match pace with each of them. I mean, we know that McLeod can skate, so they put him up with the only other guy that he seems to be able to skate like, or vice versa, really, and that's McDavid. So you got to be able to process the game at a certain speed when you find yourself in this situation. I don't know that it's a long-term solution, but let's get a spark into McLeod's game. And the same can be said for Dylan Holloway. That's the best passer on planet Earth and probably in this galaxy centering your line. So if you can't find a way to make a little offense happen I'd be stunned but the other thing is really yeah it shouldn't even be the priority just go out there and be impactful even if you're not finding the score sheet per se yeah I thought Holloway was really good against Vancouver um, and it's interesting and many of you to recall this because uh, we discussed it at times during the off season during the 15-16 season when Connor McDavid you know got clattered into the boards by Brandon Manning got knocked out of the lineup the Oilers put Taylor Hall, a left, a fleet-footed left shot who, you know, is a uh, sort of bulls and burrows his way around the ice with uh, Leon Dreisettle and Teddy Purcell. Now, Dylan Holloway is not Taylor Hall, but he does have uh, a similar engine. And I've kind of been in, I'm going to be more intrigued in time. We saw Holloway start last season after the awesome preseason that he had uh, with the uh, Leon Dreisaitl, and there'd be no better time. I'll make a prediction right now, Brendan. I believe Dylan Holloway is going to score in tonight's game. He's due, and I think it's going to happen. All right, speaking of scoring, we are going to go to an update. We've got so many games going in the National Hockey League uh, tonight. Uh, we're going to go to another out-of-town update. NHL today, we've got a total of 10 other games in the National Hockey League. Again, NHL today is brought to you by Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandise specialist. Head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. Here's Brendan Escott. Bruins Islanders nodded at one in Boston. Second period's just getting underway there. Detroit is hosting Montreal down a goal about five minutes into the second. An all-Canadian matchup in Ottawa. They host the Canucks, who have a 
2-1 lead. Brock Besser just keeps on scoring there in the second period. So too are the Rangers and Minnesota Wild at Madison Square Garden. New York up a goal there. The Lightning down. They're getting doubled up by the Chicago Blackhawks. 4-2 in Tampa Bay. The Blue Jackets and Stars dancing in the first period right now. Columbus is up 2-1. And then your uh, five games, including the Oilers, coming up a little later on. But let's focus specifically on that Kraken Avalanche matchup because Shane Wright is back up from the Coachella Valley Firebirds, Bob. Yes, uh, Jordan Eberle, unfortunately, uh, had a deep skate cut in his thigh. Uh, got clattered into by Justin Schultz in practice. And so Shane Wright, who is the fourth overall pick, who some people think lacks a dynamic uh, uh, pace to his game, uh, draws back in the lineup. Again, that's the out-of-town NHL Today update brought to you by Elite Promotional Marketing. Some guests and orders now receive gift cards to Japanese Village, now open for lunch at Edmonton South and West Edmonton Mall. An afternoon celebration for the senses. Visit jvedmonton.ca. All right, let's get to it. Sportsnet color analyst Louis DeBrus joins us every Thursday on Oilers Now for GCL Diesel, who provides uh, service, genuine diesel parts, and turbochargers at great prices for over 50 years. Visit GCLDiesel.com. We pre-taped today's conversation during practice. Here's that interview. For our friends at GCL Diesel, we bring aboard Louis DeBrus. It is a Thursday, and the Edmonton Oilers are looking for a win, and they're playing against a team that finally got a win, but with over a minus 40 goal differential through their first 12 games of the season. Louis Edmonton to get the looking to get the ship righted, and they made a pretty significant move after a uh, 6-2 loss against Vancouver on Monday. They put Jack Campbell on waivers. He is cleared. He is in with with the Bakersfield Condors right now, and uh, Calvin Pickard is up. And I guess uh, we are looking at. Uh, Stuart Skinner time. He knows now, doesn't he? Yeah, and, and here's the thing. I think it's it's a number of reasons they made the move. Obviously, for, for Jack himself, they feel he needs to get his game back and find his game. It gives him an opportunity to do that. But at the same time, it's a message that resonates with everybody on the team, Bob. And there's only so many things that Kenny Hall and the management group, the coaching staff can do with their position up against the cap, with their roster size. They've had to shuffle some things around, but what they've done in the last little while is they've brought James Hamblin up from the minors. They've sent Broberg down. Adam Ernie's gone down to the minors. And now you've got Calvin Pickard that's up here as most likely a backup to Stuart Skinner, but he's going to see some action, most likely get a couple games in. So it's a great opportunity for him, but it just resonates through your whole team. A light guy in the room, Jack Campbell is on a a $5 million contract. He's down in the American Hockey League right now, and that is the new landscape of the NHL. If things aren't working, you have to change it. You have to shuffle things around, and Kenny Holland finally made a move that certainly resonated through the team, and we'll see how they respond to that. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. The Oilers, Louis, coming to this game, 32nd in the league in save percentage. 
despite the fact that the San Jose Sharks have had two games where they've given up 10 goals. So that tells you a little right there. Now, it's not all on the goalies. Edmonton has been amongst the worst teams in the league in slot uh, scoring chances given up and also has been outscored 21-6 to off the rush this year. That said, you know, the numbers defensively are the numbers defensively. This was the highest scoring team in the NHL, Louis, last year. They're 26 in goals four per game. Like, they're struggling themselves. It's a double-edged sword right now for this team, isn't it? I get asked a lot the last little while, what's going on with the Edmonton Oilers, and my response is always the same. Everything. Everything's going on right now with them. Um, offense is dried up. Can't seem to find goals when they need it. timely goals. Can't find a timely save when they need a timely save. Can't seem to defend the rush. They, they keep giving up outnumbered rushes against. I mean, this is a combination of a lot of things that's happening with this team right now. What I see is a lot of guys that are struggling individually in their own games, and as a result, the team game has suffered because of it. It's the easiest thing to fix, though, Bob. And I mean that in, in all sincerity. This is a team sport. Be good for the guy next to you. Be good for the guy on both sides of you on the bench. You go out there and have that mentality and start pulling on that rope together. We've seen what the high-end ability of this team still is. They dominated the first period against the Vancouver Canucks. And again, a little lapse here, a little lapse there and they deflate. The confidence is gone. They have to extend that for more periods of time, believe that they can pull games out, believe they can get a lead and sit on it, and go out there and get the job done tonight versus the San Jose Sharks is, a, is another opportunity for them to go out against a team. Now, there's no guaranteed win in the NHL. I'm sorry, don't be looking at this game going, oh yeah, it's a guaranteed win. If they look at it that way, then they haven't learned a thing. But it is a great opportunity for this team to go out there, roll four lines, roll six defensemen, Play a hard-nosed game, play a game the right way, and get a win against a team that you should beat, not guaranteed, but you should beat, and then start to move forward. For the uh, for Cam and Lauren and the group at GCL Diesel, Bob Stoffer with you on Oilers now with Louis DeBrusque. And, uh, you know, Louis was crazy against Vancouver. Did you feel it? I know we did in our broadcast. 19-2 to in the first 10 minutes. And all I can think of is they're going to need more than one goal here. Mm -hmm. And uh, Dr. Demko, I mean, just think of the reversal of fortune. Right now, the Oilers are 32nd in save percentage, 31st in the PK, 31st in goals against. Last year, Vancouver was 31st in league and save percentage. And... Uh, 32nd on the penalty kill. Kind of tells you a lot, doesn't it? Well, it's amazing how things can change, but it's also a reminder that Vancouver Canucks team knows exactly what this team is going through. Yeah. So when they went into that game, you know, three nights ago, they understood that Edmonton was going to come out flying, and they understood that if they weathered that storm and got back to their game, they had a chance, and they ended up pulling that game out, obviously. Um, they didn't get rewarded for the 19-2. to I still think this team can get to the inside a little bit more. I still think this team can draw more penalties. They're taking more penalties than they're drawing. That needs to be reversed. Um, the number one way to help your penalty kill out, stay out of the damn box. They're taking undisciplined stick penalties at untimely positions in the game where it's hurting their momentum. And it's happened all year long. And I, I'm going to harp on that until they start to be more disciplined. That's what it comes down to. You have to start being as perfect as you can be in the game that you can control. You can control where your stick is. You can control if you take a bad penalty. Stop it. Move your feet. Defend the right way. And you give yourself a way better chance to win a hockey game. We're joined by Louis DeBrasse, Bob Stoffer with you in orders now. Mike Greer, you know. Yeah. You know, Mike, and it's been a tough go for them here. 
Uh, I mean, they've got over a minus 40 goal differential. We're 12 games in on the start of the season. They're being outshot to the tune of about 37 to 24 every game. Uh, you look at their defense, I, I think you can make a strong argument. They probably don't have a top two defensemen, uh, you know, top two or three defensemen. Now, critics of the Oilers would say the Oilers don't have that either right now, but that's, you know, but all that being said, there was some expectation that this was going to be a challenging transition for Mike Greer. I mean, the Sharks, Louis, for 17 years had the best combined record in the National Hockey League during the regular season. Their best player in their organization is playing at Boston University. Right, that's uh, William Smith. So just a thought on uh, the situation San Jose's in. I look at it like Detroit. You have that success for that period of time that Detroit Red Wings had. Making the playoffs every year was a given. And then finally there's going to have to come a break where you have to rebuild. And that's what Detroit has done. Look at them now. They're a team right now that's starting to play a little bit better and starting to open up some eyes as to, okay, they, they're definitely trending up as an organization. That's what the San Jose Sharks are going to have to endure here. And I think that was the plan going in. I mean, Mike Greer had no illusions taking over the San Jose Sharks. They're in a, re they are in a, a major rebuild. Uh, they're not hiding that. They've gotten rid of a lot of their veteran players. They've gotten a lot of money off the cap, and they're looking at young guys to come in and see what they have, but it's going to take a couple years to be able to assemble a team that they feel can go out there and now start to dig in and be competitive in a real tough National Hockey League. So I think they understand where they are, but what I do like about Mike Greer right now at the San Jose Sharks is he's challenged the team, um, and his quote the other day was, there's only so much that I will tolerate. There's certain things I won't tolerate. The message has been clear by him and David Quinn, the coach, and that's how you start. You have to start by making sure that the foundation and building of an identity are there, and then you build around that with the right pieces and move forward, and that's where they are right now. Letters won last year, Louie. I think 7-1 in here in January and 6-1 or 6-2 in April. They've won nine of their last ten games against the San Jose Sharks. That's a far cry from when the Sharks yeah. were, uh, you know, rolling Joe Thornton in his prime at center, and uh, this was a tough place for Edmonton to and play. Little Joe. Don't little, forget about Little Joe. Yeah. It was like coming to California. This was part of the California Circuit. triangle yeah. that would just take you down, just like the Bermuda Triangle. Uh, you go into L.A., Anaheim, and San Jose. I mean, those three teams collectively, two of them did win Stanley Cups, Anaheim and L.A. San Jose was the only one that didn't. They did get to the Stanley Cup final. But because of how tight that that, that triangle was, they meet, made each other better in California. And it was a tough grind for anybody coming into California and playing those three teams for a long, long time. All right. Uh, I got to ask you, Scott Thornton was a good teammate of yours. He uh, was a prominent San Jose Shark player back in the time. Uh, you know, uh, Thorny had some, always some interesting stories. He was a, a very adept fighter. Yeah, he yeah. punched hard. What did you call He had those hands that cut guys? Yeah, he had sharp knuckles. I always, he had the razor blade knuckles. If he hits you with it, you're getting split wide open, but you know, he developed into a, you know, a terrific career, almost played a thousand games. If it wasn't for injuries, he would have played over a thousand games in the league and, uh, you know, played here for a long time in San Jose. I was telling you on the bus over that went over for dinner at his house one time and he had all these rattles all over the place from the rattlesnakes from the mountains here. You know, one of the negatives for living in California, there's some poisonous critters that run around in here, but you know what, you deal with it and uh, he loved his time here in San Jose, he loved his time in Edmonton, but yeah, he had, he was one of those guys and there's a few guys guys always like that that's I don't want to say sleeper tough because authority's a big guy and he was game and he would fight anybody but when he did fight it was you know 
it was full on. It was like there was no kind of second gear for him. It was all out. Awesome stuff. Louie, the order's got to start getting all out here and start yeah. Start putting together some wins. Uh, hopefully we see that. I, you know, I agree with you, and I think this is a good test. And like I said, you can't come into this game thinking you're going to win 10-1. You have to come out and make sure you're doing the right things to be successful. And if they do that and move forward, then uh, go on a little bit of a run. We've seen them do it in the past. In the last four years, they've been one of those teams that can win games in bunches. It's time to win some games in bunches. That is Louis DeBrus. Louis' appearances every Thursday in Oilers Now are brought to you by GCL Diesel, providing service Genuine diesel parts and turbochargers at great prices for over 50 years. Visit GCLDiesel.com. Bob Stoffer with you. We are live in San Jose, California. When we come back, the orders now injury report. A couple significant players out for the San Jose Sharks. Uh, this is Oilers Now at 621 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott, Angie Quinnell, Bill Brooks with you. This is Oilers Now. We're in San Jose. Cam Moon and myself, Rob Brown, Reed Wilkins, the Oilers Radio Network, will have tonight's game for you. The face-off show will begin at uh, 7 o'clock Edmonton time at 625. Just an out-of-town score update for you. It's 5-2 Chicago over Tampa. It's the mom's trip for the uh, Chicago players, and Connor Bedard's got two goals and four points in that game. He's dealing. Cars cost less in Wetaskiwin. Brent Ridge Ford and Wetaskiwin is well known for their top shelf service department. They don't forget about you for a chance uh, after you purchase the vehicle. Um, you can call Uncle Melt Rich Johnny and let the team at Brent Ridge Ford make you a repeat customer. 780-352-6048. Brent Ridge Ford is your Ford truck authority on the auto mile in Wetaskiwin. Edmonton and San Jose tonight, and we will start with Jay Woodcroft. I asked Jay a question about the opportunity for Stewart's kind of along the same lines the last year when the trade went down and Tyson Berry got moved to Nashville and then um, the power play became Evan Bouchard's. I asked uh, Jay Woodcroft with Jack Gamble being demoted on the opportunity for uh, Stuart Skinner to reestablish himself as the order starter. Certainly, it's an opportunity for Stewart. I mean, um, you know, he'd be the first one to say uh, uh, that, you know, you know, he's got more to give, um, but our team has more to give. It's not on one person or one position. That was a card that was played uh, the other day um, because we're 2-8-1. and one. No one's happy about that. All these players are, are proud people, and, and to see some teammates go down uh, to the American League to shake the tree in order to shake the tree that doesn't make anybody happy in there and that that's Jack that's Philip Broberg that's Adam Ernie uh, no one likes to see that but at the same time the business that we're in is a results driven business and uh, if we're required to shake the tree then that's that's what we're going to do in order to find some results I think we're there but um, we'll see we'll see tonight as I said our talk and walk have to both match that's uh, Jay Wordcroft as we went back in the Oilers Now Audio Vault for Direct Workwear. Check out Direct Workwear's new FR Parker with enhanced warming features for only $270. As we race off into the Oilers Now Injury Report, it's brought to you all season long by James H. Brown Injury, Lawyer, injury Lawyers. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. Trent Brown's going to be stoked as beloved Alberta Golden Bears playing in their first Hardy Cup since 2005 out at UBC this weekend. Cam Moon and myself are going to be watching that one online as we are in Seattle that day with the Oilers and the uh, Seattle Kraken. Uh, James H. Brown, proud supporters of the Edmonton Oilers and the Edmonton Elks and obviously the University of Alberta Golden Bears. We mentioned Yanmark and Brown are both back skating. They're neither, I don't expect to see them play 
they're not in tonight, and they won't. Uh, unlikely they'll play Saturday. Uh, Logan Couture is out with a lower body issue. Matt Benning out with an LBI as well. And uh, Alex, uh, Bear Banoff has who's, uh, had a pretty good uh, little go here of like 15 goals last season. He is out with a finger injury for the San Jose Sharks. Thomas Dias has a global news weather traffic update. When we return, we'll hear a little bit from uh, Brendan Escott as well as Cam Moon. You're listening to Oilers Now.